Good evening. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very good. First day coming back from fall break. I gotta get back to the school zone. Not easy though. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So how's your fall break? Uh, it was good. I was mostly on campus, um, but I went to DC with my friend for a couple days. So that was a lot of fun. Oh, that's awesome. What did you guys do? Uh, a lot of like going out like to bars and restaurants and stuff like that. We went specifically because my best friend from home lives in DC. Um, so we went to go visit her, which was a lot of fun. No, that's so funny because I'm actually visiting my hometown friend as well. So, oh my God. Yeah. Yes, very excited. <laughs> All right. Oh my God, I completely forgot to do the introduction. No, you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, can you give me, um, give us a brief intro? Your name, major, pronouns, your roles on campus, because I know you got a ton. I truly <laughs> admire you for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So hi, I'm Ananya Hindocha, she, her pronouns. I'm a sociology and political science double major. Um, and I have a couple of different roles at Bryn Mawr. Um, one of the main ones being SGA president. Um, and then I'm also the student coordinator for CARLA, which is the coalition for anti-racist anti-racism literacy on Bryn Mawr's campus. Um, I'm also um, a head writing center tutor. So I help manage the writing center um, and I'm a tutor there. I'm also an urban <laughs> supervisor. So those are kind of like the different, the different um, hats I wear here at Bryn Mawr. That is amazing. And that is also one of the reasons why I requested you to be on here because you know the ins and outs of Bryn Mawr. I mean, you have to, you are really doing so much. I don't even know how you manage all of that. Thank you for making time for, <laughs> but yeah, that's so awesome. All right. So for every interview with a student, I have decided it'll be kind of fun to start with the Bermuda Triangle of college life. So you're going to have to pick two out of these three options, sleep, social life, or good grades. And you got to give me the reasons too. So I pick sleep and social life. Um, and here's why. Well, sleep, um, I, for so many reasons, um, but uh, I am also recovering from a major brain injury. So I need sleep a lot. Uh, so I would definitely for my health put that um, if you had asked me this question two years ago, I definitely would not have chosen that. Um, and then I choose social life over grades because I have senioritis and I would rather have fun with my friends than have good grades, which, you know, might be a little bit of a problem, but it's been working out so far. So that's why. I mean, you have so many things on the plate, so I I think you're already doing great, but I might have to agree with you here. My answers change almost every week, I would yeah. say, depending on Mine the answer. definitely also changes, like, depending on if I have an assignment or not, and <laughs> like, 
I got to work on the assignment. But so far, I'm a good student. So if my professors are listening. Don't worry. But yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. It's good to know where you're at and knowing a little bit more about you. But let's move on to the topic of the day because that is more exciting. So the topic is working in and out of the system, process of bringing a change at Bryn Mawr. So let's talk about some misunderstandings about school structure. So what is the process of bringing a change at Bryn Mawr like? Because I frankly don't know much either. And I remember you were definitely part of the 2020 strike. I think in my sociology class, my professor actually made me watch some of the videos that like some of the students had and you were definitely in it and I was like wow she does talk really well and now that you are um, the president of the SGA how was the overall process like to work with school let's talk about the strike briefly probably for underclassmen they're not familiar with and then we can talk about some other things as well there's just a lot like a lot happening and a lot going on so my main um role during the strike i was working with carla um and also was a teaching coordinator um mm -hmm. so the teach so for underclassmen that don't know the current teaching structure that we have was actually born out of the strike and so during the strike when students were not attending class we held teach-ins that were run by students and faculty and community members um, on a host of different issues um, all access to those are still up so if especially if you're an underclassman and you want to look at um, the strike documents and like the old strike teach-ins those are still available i will definitely have the link up as well um, on top of the Bico News article link about the strike so that you can read like more of the brief version of it if you would like. So those links will be available. But please yeah. continue. Oh, so I was like, just like, obviously what was happening in the strike um, is really, really different from now, like what I do with SGA or what I do with Carla. But I think that like it taught me a lot and it taught the school like population a lot on like what is really needed to get attention and kind of like garner change um at this school and it's really i think what is the most frustrating or like also something that like a lot of people might not know is that there's a lot of like bureaucracy involved um at this school and it like it is the way that a lot of institutions are run but it also means that like there's not a whole lot of power that one person holds um and it's also like really difficult to figure out like who actually holds the power for certain things and like who knows where things are happening um and so I think we kind of saw that with the strike with kind of like some requests or not some demands being made and then administration being like this isn't something we can do this has to be a faculty vote or no this isn't something we can do this is a board of trustees issue like that kind of thing um you just gotta take it like you just gotta like start pressing at for it in like every like consistency like i would say like 
backtracking, like consistency is definitely the key. But the reason I say like consistently, consistency and like being hard and fast is that a lot of the like incremental changes that we've seen um, out, maybe outside of the strike demands and stuff like that have been things that people have been advocating for for so long. And the school really depends on students kind of like graduating after four years and kind of those requests like leaving and like not really being like on the forefront of people's like minds anymore. Um, and so I've seen that happen. Um, and so my hope with a lot of my positions with Carla and SGA is to kind of like keep those request those demands alive, um, like keep the strike demands alive and like continually pressuring the administration for it and continuing to educate underclassmen um, on like what happened. Because the second that our class graduates and the class below us graduates, like the, that's the end of the students that were here for the strike. And so at that point, like, it's really hard to kind of like continue to talk about that and continue to pressure administration for that. And so something that we've been doing in SGA is every meeting that we have with board of trustees or administration, like we usually bring up like, where are we with the strike demands? Um, and that's actually also something that Carla is working on um, mm -hmm. to kind of like keep accountability with that because the fact that institutional memory is so short at this school is something that people who want the status quo to stay the same really depend on. Um, and I think that like trying to implement certain ways that this like information gets passed down um, is something that I'm really passionate about and like trying to like see that happen because I've seen how there was so much like enthusiasm and so much like energy surrounding the strike demands when it was happening and especially within that first year and then like slowly as people started graduating they kind of I feel like kind of hoped that people would start forgetting about it um and basically like my hope is that well a they shouldn't depend on people just forgetting about it but right. also to have students continue to like keep that pressure um and also just like making sure that people realize that this is something like administration realizes that this is something that people have still want and still are very yeah. passionate about yeah certainly. um so yeah, sorry, that was a little bit of a rant, but like, that's kind that's of like- awesome. You touched on so many points, but I just think it's really, first of all, it's crazy that we are the last class that will have to do with the strike. I mean, time really flies. And on top of that, with like the legacy we're gonna have to leave for the rest of the um, students here. So you talked about, the climate, very activist climate that we had during the strike and maybe the year after versus now, a lot has changed. We are, I would say, compared to many other institutions, a pretty strong activist community. But also I think there is this tension between those who have to be part of the system, part of the institution versus people who um, actively protest out of the system. So for example, during the strike, there were people who had to work at the dining hall because they had to make 
money in order to pay their bills or people who had to be in class because they pay so much money for tuition versus who were um, able to not show up to the class or to work. So that is really difficult working in the system or protesting in the system and out of system because there is definitely the spirit to um, challenge the institution, but that decision-making of working still with the system versus out of system, I think that's very difficult um, challenge of any activism. So what are your thoughts on this? And you know, do you have any words about it? Yeah. Um... Well, okay, I have, I, I think I can split like my thoughts into two kind of like sections, like thinking about the strike and also thinking about what this means for Bryn Mawr going forward. I think during the strike, um, there was especially an understanding specifically for dining hall because we don't have other methods of food on campus. Like obviously no one expected anyone to starve and we as like a dining hall like as dining services didn't strike and that was something that was coordinated with the strike uh leadership and like coordinators um just because if we went on strike then a lot of that pressure would fall onto our majority black and brown full-time staff so obviously that was something that was discussed together and I think that there were a lot of conversations about like how do you participate in something like a strike and still keep maybe your scholarship to go here or your international student visa to go here um, and stuff like that. And so those were a lot of the conversations that were coming around with the strike um, and something that strike coordinators did that I like thought was really great was to examine your own positionality within the system. Um, and obviously, like if your scholarship is dependent or if your uh, visa is dependent on going to class, like please go to class, like that's totally fine. But there were a bunch of different um, actions to kind of take while you were in class. So let's say like you went to class, but it would be like pressuring your professor to teach content related to strike demands or asking, questions that had to do with the strike um, or refusing to like either like turn in work or like organize with your class to not turn in work and stuff like that. Um, so I think that during the strike, we kind of also saw how the school was able to leverage their own power to kind of like start bringing up these things of like trying to fracture the community um, and to kind of like try to like be like, well, you can't like participate. Otherwise, we're going to get rid of your visa, which A is terrible. And but B, like, I think like a lot of the strike, like coordinators and leadership kind of pushed back against that and said that there's always going to be ways, like, if you can't fully participate for um, any kind of like reason for that. Um, that like to keep your visa or to like keep yourself afloat at the school like definitely um like try to work within your confines and I think that like kind of brings us to this idea of like what we want to see as students going forward yeah um and like you're right I work in a lot of like 
systems that are very much a part of the overall Bryn Mawr, I want to say like machine, Bryn Mawr system. Um, and I work in a lot of places that aren't involved at all or are completely separate. Carla is something that is not run or dictated by the school or the administration and that like can create a lot of roadblocks and can also create a lot of flexibility and a lot of um ability to kind of do things that being said it's kind of very much at the same time the administration and like the way that the school is run that money that pays people comes from them and so that can be shut off at any time and so there's also a lot of these roadblocks and so something that i see as something that i see as important for working within systems is that ability to be in the room when these things when these decisions are being made um and i don't know again like i don't know i don't want to say like oh i have a lot of power or i have a very little power but i'm there and that matters yeah. oh um, certainly and i think that like a way that i can kind of like talk about this in a concrete form is so SGA eboard goes to the budget meetings, right? So when the school is coming up with their big budget um, for the next school year, uh, they invite or they are supposed to invite the SGA eboard. Um, and so we went, and one of the things that they were being, one of the things that we were discussing is that after accounting for all of these different like costs and stuff like that, the school had $5 million in surplus that they were like, how do we spend it? Um, and if we had not been there, there's no guarantee that the wage, student wage raise would have been on the table because that wasn't like, that was something they like kind of hinted at, but it was like us being like, no, you don't understand. like we need this raise like we do not have people working in the dining hall departments left and right are losing student workers because student workers can go work at juice pod and make like 15 dollars an hour plus tips versus Apparently, yeah. um and that like just isn't something that they like ever like that they weren't they weren't really like thinking about that much and then that's something that i then also brought up brought up at the board of trustees meeting and so we got that dollar raise um which is a small <laughs> victory um and it's something that i'm i'm continuing continuing to press them on like in that in that again i'm going to be like hey like comparatively we're paying really really like we're not paying that much money to our student workers like this is a problem for all departments at the school like going forward right and so i feel like having people in those conversations, having working students and Figley students and BIPOC students in those rooms um, is what's important to bring around change. It's another part of like what's important because obviously working outside of the system is also very important. And it can, I'm not gonna lie, like it can be very demoralizing and like dehumanizing at times because it kind of feels like you're fighting for your life the fact of the matter is like if you're not in that room asking for it that conversation might not happen at all um and so kind of, that's kind of yeah oh go ahead 
No, that's what I was going to say. Like, that's kind of like, I guess if I want any, like, if I want people to take anything from this, try to be a part of the, part of that change as much as you can inside and outside of the system. Because to me, it's the way that they interact together that actually comes to making like big changes at this school. Yeah. So to end things, I wanted to ask if a student who is unaware of maybe things that are wrong with the institution or things that they want to improve at the institution or they have something on their mind, but they don't know how to begin the process of change or a challenge, what is your advice to them? Okay, I have a couple of different things. One is definitely like a little bit of a shameless plug, but email SGA because we have like a lot of like avenues to different things that can happen. Um, and a lot of us work in a lot of different fields as well that can like kind of help with that. But my second thing is if there's something that's really bothering you or that's like really important to you, um, staff, uh, especially at Pensby is like usually my first go-to because um, they kind of like know a whole lot more than I do and they can kind of point me in the right direction. So really building on staff and faculty connections. Like if there's a professor um, that you know is also maybe interested in something like, like something like your issue or your boss at your workplace or something like that, like ask them because they kind of sometimes also know like where the like people to talk to are. Um, and then also SGA is working with the president's office to kind of create what we call power maps to kind of like be like, do you have questions about like money at the school? Then you need to talk to Kari Fazio, the chief financial officer, because she's the one who controls that. Like not all questions could can go to KCAS because she does not know everything and she does not control everything. And it's kind of just gonna like pile up and stop. So finding those people and the right people to kind of like email and pressure is like, the way to kind of really start creating change at the school definitely the first step that's really good to know thank you so much for yeah, all that information it was so lovely to meet you and have yeah, a conversation thank you for having me yeah well I really learned a lot <laughs> it's a lot to like and also like learning all of this your senior year I was like where man if I had known this like two years ago like that would have been great so that's kind of like what I'm trying to do is just tell everyone everything. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. Have a good rest of the evening. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you Bye. so much. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>